G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. You're listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. And as we delve into this week's topic, a reminder that some of the content may be of a sensitive nature. Now, here's your hosts, Tim and Dez. Welcome to this week's Momentum. It is so good to have you tuning in. Really appreciate you doing that. It's Tim and Dez with you once again. Dez, how are you today, my friend? Are you well? So good, man. So good. Yeah, enjoying life and enjoying what I get the pleasure of doing, like talking to you most days of the week. So it's really good. <laughs> well, you know, momentum does exist uh, aside from, from Des and I getting to chat to each other, but to, to explore uh, topics that uh, relate to you, the men listening, and maybe ladies too, that you can get some greater understanding around how men work. Uh, we just want to point you to the website for a moment, MomentumAustralia.org. A uh, bunch of stuff on there you can check out. If you want to th- give us some feedback about the show, we'd love to hear that too. You can check out previous episodes of the show as well. And also financially support Momentum. We are a not-for-profit ministry and uh, any support would be really appreciated to keep Momentum on the air, which is all around the country now, which is fantastic. So wherever you are listening right now, we welcome you to this week's Momentum. MomentumAustralia.org is the website. And Des, we've got uh, a special guest with us today who's been on Momentum previously. Why don't you introduce our guest for us? I would love to. We've got Rob Furlong with us. And uh, Rob is uh, Senior Pastor at Woodvale Baptist Church in Perth. And he's been there since 2017. Prior to that, he served at Perth's Thornley Church of Christ and at Baptist Churches in Western Australia as a pastoral consultant. I've never heard of a pastoral consultant. I'm not sure what that is, but it sounds really cool. He's passionate about leadership um, and leadership development, mission and God's word, and you can't get any better than those three. And his extensive experience in teaching and training and preaching to both leaders and obviously to his church uh, congregation. Over the years, uh, he's had regular spots on radio with Tim, um, and uh, always offers wisdom and advice around relationships, and we're so delighted to have you with us, Rob, today. Thanks, Des. Thanks, Tim. Good to be here with you. Welcome back to Momentum. And, uh, you know, you and I have had many conversations over the years around relationships specifically, but uh, we we all know that healthy relationships really start with healthy people. And so today we're talking about an aspect of this that might be unfamiliar to guys, but it's an important aspect. And you may have heard this phrase before or not, but today we're talking about facing your shadow. And if you're not familiar with that term, stay tuned. We will explain that to you. Google, by the way, when it talks about this, which I thought was really interesting, is the side of your personality that contains all of the parts of yourself that you don't want to admit to having. Don't you love that? All those bits that you don't really want to (laughs) admit that you've got. Well, that's essentially what it's saying is your shadow. Would you agree with that, Rob? Yes, absolutely. It's it's the thing that lurks in the background. (laughs) And actually, I think uh, the other thing that needs to be said is it affects us. Uh, in ways that we are not even aware of. Mm. And that's that's yeah. the issue that we're trying to get into today is to, as you said, 
becoming a little bit more self-aware. Yes. But the issue with the shadow is it affects us and we don't even know it's doing it. So so let's talk about that because it it, it goes on to say in Google, it's first an an unconscious side. It's only through effort to become self-aware that we recognize our shadow. So I suppose there's the challenge instantly is that it's unconscious, right? It's stuff that we're not even thinking about. Yeah. So how do we even start to become aware of it? Yeah, good question. Uh, (laughs) Maybe if I share how it's helped me to become aware of it is being married to my wonderful wife, Karen, for over 40 years. And I've often said that where I, where I stand in my relationship with Karen, it's one of the things I love about it, but I am never going to die wondering. <laughs> because she will tell me, so I know where I stand. Can I, I pause you there and Kate, yeah. can you give us some examples? This example goes back to, I, I can actually give you the date, 1989. And it was, it would have been late 1989. We were on holidays and there would be times that I would, I talked a little bit last time I was on air, but I would struggle with my anger and the way I would express it. Hmm. Not that I would become violent, but I would become verbally abusive and... It wasn't that it happened all the time, but it would build up. And it was my anger is kind of the anger that just simmers away and it simmers away. And then finally, there's the straw that breaks the camel's back. It's the eruption. Back. It's the eruption and it's not good. Anyway, on this particular occasion, when it erupted, my daughter, she's five at the time, had done something. And I, I, I still deeply regret it. I just grabbed her and threw her on the bed. You know, just threw her down. You know, mm. I was so angry. And it was at that point that Karen said, told me to stop but also confronted the fact you've got to deal with this and that was a wake-up call and I thought I do I have to face this and part of the facing of that was the way in which anger was managed or not managed in my family and but this was lurking over me but Mm. and you know you, you could see yourself and your parents in other situations but you don't really realize it and it was that point of Karen challenging that that made me it was it really was a wake-up call there's two points in that the first is that you in those moments and and let's be honest as as men and as husbands we don't often Mm. take that correction from our wives well right and you could have shut that down you could have responded you could have just negated that but there was something in you that took that on board and i think that's the first part right is the acknowledgement to go actually you know what you're right there's truth being spoken right now and i need to acknowledge that i guess that's the first part that is part of it but I'm also going to say to Tim that what goes into that is the type of person or personality, and I'm not using that as an excuse. There are certain personalities, I think, that are going to find it easier to, in that moment, say, you're right. And it's not to say that one personality is better than another. I want to be really clear about that. Mm. <clears throat> the type of personality that I have is very introspective and mm. is very conscious of wrongs and, and things where other people might say, ah, pff, I'll angst over that. For I, I can angst over something for days because I'm inward looking. My personality is it's important to be right. And it's not about my way or the highway, but it's uh, put into a Christian context, I want to be right before God. Mm. So because I'm that sort of makeup, you know, when Karen says that, it's like, I know she's right. Some personalities are not wired that way. It's going to take a little bit longer. But yes, at some point... At some point, yes, we have to actually be humble enough Mm. to say, I accept that. Because the flip side, so that guys don't get discouraged, the flip side of my personality would be, 
I could be inclined to say, who do you think you are? Mm. You know, I'm better than you. <laughs> that's the other, that's one yeah. of the downsides of my personality. So it requires humility. We have to be humble enough to say, I've got to hear this. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you're tuned into Momentum, by the way, with Tim and Des, and our special guest is Rob Furlong, and we're talking about facing your shadow. So, Rob, you, you talked there f- that for you it was this, uh, this awareness piece around your anger. Um, let's come back and talk about how you, d- how you dealt with that. Um, but before we go there, for guys listening right now who might be going, okay, the anger thing I can relate to, but I'm not sure about other things. What other things might we use to describe the shadow that lurks in the background? What, what sorts of other things might be indicative that there's things there? How we treat women, and by there I want to push into the area of sex, sexuality, our sexual desires. Those, that can be a shadow, that, that shadow lurks over every man, I believe, to greater or lesser extents, hmm. but it lurks over us. But I'll give you a classic example of this. Let's take John F. Kennedy. Now, we, look, we don't know all the story of John F. Kennedy, but there's no doubt that sexually he, you know, he, was, he went outside his marriage. There's all sorts of stuff like that. He, uh, I guess the term we use, he was a player. It was interesting. The eye-opener for me was about 20 years ago reading the story of his father, Joseph Kennedy, and the way he treated women. And there was a particular story that was told where his sons saw how he was behaving to another woman. Hmm who was working for them in the house, all of a sudden the pieces fall into place because that's what dad modelled to his sons Mm. and that's what was certainly in the case of JFK, that's what he took into life with him. Mm. Did he ever become aware of that? I don't know. I don't know. But for me, reading that, I thought, man, that is powerful because – and who knows what Joseph Kenny – had Kennedy had had model to him, hmm. but that spectre lurks there. Yeah, I yeah. guess the biblical thing that we're talking about here, if guys are questioning this, the biblical thing that we're que- we're talking about here is where God said to Moses, "I will visit the sins of the fathers to hmm. the third and fourth generations." Hmm. The interesting thing is that that's talking about the consequences of sin, and we see the consequences of sin handed on from generation to generation to generation. I see it in my family. You see it in your family, Tim. You've seen it in yours, Mm -hmm. Des. It's not so much the sin itself. It's the consequences of the sin and what's Mm. passed on to us. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I'm interested what you said there about that, that our view of women uh, and every man kind of dealing with that, and I think you're right to some degree. Um, We talked about that. We've talked about anger. Other things that guys might not be aware of that could be the dark side of them, the shadow, anything that lurks in the background? What gives you your sense of sense of worth? For a lot of guys, that's work. Hmm. And mm-hmm. what you have to, you and I were at a meeting recently where we were reminded again by the speaker, but I think it resonated with everybody. As the speaker said, he knew that he was working his guts out. Hmm. And he was in Christian ministry, but he was working his guts out because he wanted to prove himself. He was trying to prove himself, prove his worth. And that's true of all walks of life, you know, whether you're a plumber or a computer guy, whatever it is, you you all have that, that, that desire to make people know that you're doing a good job. So for me on that one, that was when I started working through prior to the anger one. (laughs) God just laid this on my heart, but I realized that, I was working hard. I was trying to actually prove myself to my dad. Hmm. 
<laughs> you know, wow. that, uh, yeah. that that sort of aha moment where you sit there and you think, I'm actually trying to prove to him that I'm a person of worth, that what I'm doing is worthwhile. Mm. Um, yeah. Because he was a hard worker. That's huge. Mm. Yeah, that's huge. We, we certainly in Momentum push the fact that men need to have men around them. And, uh, and I was interviewed yesterday, and one of the things I said was, find a friend now. Find a friend before you start to face things because it's very hard to find that friend when you're in the middle of a crisis. So just find a mate. We're talking about facing your shadow. Uh, well, guest, special guest this uh, this week is Rob Furlong. Rob, we'll even come back and hear how you faced your shadow in just a moment because we didn't get to that. But uh, in the meantime, you can check out our website, MomentumAustralia.org. Lots of stuff on there for you to uh, check out with uh, regards to this ministry. And we'd love to have your feedback as well. MomentumAustralia.org. We're talking with Rob Furlong. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. Find out more at MomentumAustralia.org. If this program has highlighted something you'd like prayer for, we'd love to pray for you. Call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. It's a free call. Or text 0401 132 You're listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. Find out more at MomentumAustralia.org. Welcome back to Momentum. We're about to delve into the second part of the show. Wherever you are around the country, we really appreciate you tuning in. Just a reminder, the website, MomentumAustralia.org. Our special guest today is Rob Furlong. Rob is the Senior Pastor of Woodvale Baptist Church in Perth. Uh, since 2017, done a whole bunch of stuff before then. It's got a whole bunch of advice around relationships and uh, emotional education and self-development. And we're talking today about facing your shadow, which is essentially the sides of your personality uh, that contains all the parts of yourself you don't really want to admit to having. You know, the stuff in the background that you sit there, it sits there and we go, yeah, yeah, we don't, we don't really, really want to talk about that. We don't want to acknowledge that too much. And yet the reality is that if we don't, we're only firstly hurting ourselves. Secondly, we might be hurting our wife and our family. And the idea is then that we bring this stuff into the forefront and we start dealing with this. And Rob, you were sharing in the first part of the show that uh, this this happened for you, your, this uh, outburst for you of anger and your wife was kind of challenging you saying, hey, I think you need to deal with that. So let's talk about then this once we've become aware of something in our lives. And you said before the break about this little niggle that can often sit in men that, that, that really is the pointer of something that we might need to explore or, or deal with. And for most men, we really know what that is when we sit still. It's just that we may not want to acknowledge it. So once we've acknowledged this, then how do we deal with that? And let's put you on the spot and say, for you, when Karen highlighted for you this thing about your anger, and she said you need to go and deal with that, A, how did you feel and how did you start that process? The first place I'm going to start with is faith and Obviously, because I'm a Christian, I'm committed to God, I started to pray about it, and that was important. And mm. asking, actually asking God for help and for strength in these situations. So, I didn't, I didn't actually go out and seek professional counsel on this. It's a long time ago. All I know is the the, the key issue was I began to pray about it, ask for God's help, and. Out of that relationship with God, out of that came wisdom, where He spoke into it. And I can remember—I can't give you the specifics of it, but I can—I can remember that it was through prayer, through talking to God, uh, obviously reading Scripture. But I started to become aware of 
patterns in my life and identifying this cycle. So at the point of, of the anger issue, I wouldn't have recognized a cycle. But as I started to be more reflective and think about it, I, I identified a pattern of how things would build up and that there was a sequence and a, and a you know a mm. regularity to this. Mm. So identifying the pattern was good because when I identified the pattern, then you become a more – in identifying that, you become more aware as things are building up so that when a potential situation comes that might, you know – in the past you've crossed the line hmm. you're much more aware to think hang on a minute let's just back off on that so there was something of that process uh, in that particular issue and you know obviously it goes without saying i had karen's support in that but and it wasn't perfect overnight but because i actually began to genuinely become more aware of being in the moment being prayerful asking god for strength in those issues I began to div- I began to string together a much better pattern of handling that situation. So, in in summary, Rob, give me three or four key tips for men right now who may be saying, "I've got a problem with this. I need to do something about it." What are the four or five tips you would give those men? First thing I want to say to guys is, we are image bearers of God. We are created in the image of God, men and women fully express the image of God. So the point here is, guys, that our meaning in life and our sense of worth and who we are is derived from the fact that God has created us in his image Hmm. and he's designed us Hmm. to be in relationship with him. We are not defined by what we do. We're defined by who we are and who defines us is God. You're flawed, you've got some problems, but he loves you deeply. That's the first thing. Second thing is, if you're a Christian, God has adopted you into his family. Hmm. And J.I. Packer said that justification is a great doctrine. You know, we're saved by grace through faith. That's great. But he said, actually, adoption is even better. Hmm. Because because we're saved, God has said, I have brought you into my family. You are my son. You are my daughter. He's adopted us in. And that's fantastic. And one, as one pastor said, uh, look, I, I talk about pastors. I'm coming from my experience, but let's just talk about men, okay? Because we all do this. You, when you understand that you are adopted by God, you're not a slave anymore. You're a son, mm. and you don't have to slave away to prove yourself to God. There's nothing to prove. He knows all about you anyway, <laughs> and <laughs> and and you need Jesus to make you the person. He's adopted mm. you in. There's nothing you can do anymore to get his approval so resting in that um, the third thing I'd say is that you know our goal in life is to love God well and to love other people well and when we love God well and when we understand that God sees me as an image bearer that changes how we see other people and hey I I am not perfect in that there are times when I just look at some people and I think you've got to be kidding me Mm. <laughs> you're a, you are a difficult person to love mm. but you know what I can be difficult to love at times as well mm. hard as that is for me to admit mm. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing is just one final thing is we've got to, as men we, we've, we've got to embrace our weakness you know we love to put forward that we're strong but we, are, we have weaknesses and what did the Apostle Paul say when I am weak then I am strong mm. because of God's strength and power working in me Honestly, all of this stuff, I think we are so much healthier when we. I'm, I'm heavying strongly on the faith side here, but faith relationship with God plays an important part in all of this. 
It's depending on God, resting in him, and that's going to be a lifelong journey. You're not going to get there overnight. Yeah. Wow. So much in those points, Rob. Um, thank you so mm-hmm. much for sharing those. And and I love the last part, embracing our weaknesses. And, and I know you said off air that our weakness, our biggest weakness can often be our biggest strength if we actually learn to deal with it and submit it to God mm-hmm. and allow him to work into that space. Facing your shadow has been the topic today on Momentum. Hopefully you've gleaned a lot from that. And actually, I would encourage you to go back and re-listen to this on the podcast because there's so much in today's, uh, in today's show. And our special guest is Rob, Rob Furlong. Rob, we really appreciate all you've just inputted into us, mate. Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity. Great talking That's with great. you guys. Thank you. You've Thank been you. listening to Momentum wherever you've been around the country. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, looking forward to joining you next week on the show. In the meantime, I encourage you to check out the website once again, MomentumAustralia.org. A whole bunch of stuff on there that's going to help you in your journey, plus previous uh, episodes of the show, of course. And as we have said before, if you can financially support Momentum in whatever that looks like to keep the show on the air, we'd really, really appreciate your support. Thanks for doing that in advance. MomentumAustralia.org. Des, a pleasure having you here, mate. Thanks for jumping in. Always good, man. It's just such a joy. And we'll catch you next week on Momentum. Until then, you take care. God bless. You've been listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. For more information or to hear this week's show again, go to MomentumAustralia.org. You can also access a whole range of resources to help you on your journey and to get in touch with the team at MomentumAustralia.org. Until next time, keep moving forward with Momentum. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.